KXRN LP. Laguna Niguel, Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach. Member supported KXFM on 104.7. KXFMRadio.org. This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews again rainbow radio craig every saturday hi this is kxfm meteorologist dave murray our santa Ana flow is still in place today but it starts to break down tonight the marine onshore flow returns over the weekend and into early next week we also have a high surf advisory in effect all day today pretty strong swell from the west northwest so expect some strong rip currents if you're headed to the beach also we've got high surf in our future especially late sunday into monday and again thursday of next week and You might be interested. The full hunter's moon is a week from Saturday, October 28th. So on this Friday, early clouds going sunny. It's windy. It's warm. 80 degrees for the high 85 top of the world at Molten Meadows. Friday night, mostly clear skies. Let's keep the wind up overnight, 60 degrees. Saturday morning clouds and sunshine, windy and 71. It's pretty good cool down. Then on Saturday night, Mostly cloudy skies, 58 Sunday, a lot of clouds around, a little bit of sun during the afternoon, and cooler, 68 degrees. That's my forecast. I'm meteorologist Dave Murray for KXFM, Laguna Beach.
Good morning, Craig here, Rainbow Radio on KXFM 104.7. So happy to be here on this beautiful uh, Saturday morning on August 20, or August, ah, boy, am I behind, (laughs) October 21st, 10 more days to Halloween. How about that? (laughs) Not my favorite holiday. I don't know why it's, there's so much horror going on. We don't need any more horror but that's just me, Halloween. Anyway, you can one bright part about it is you can dress up as your alter ego and and be very expressive with that. <laughs> and yeah, so I guess it's uh, it's liberating in that sense, and that's not a bad thing. Anyway, I digress. It's been a, it's a beautiful day here in Laguna Beach. Lots going on. I uh, have to say that um, <clears throat> one thing at the top of my list is the happy birthday at KXFM fundraiser. Uh, help our little nonprofit radio station stay viable and in the community. You t- can do that by going to kxfmradio.org. And uh, there's an app there and click the circle donate uh, or text the word birthday to our <clears throat> request number. And you'll get a response. This is a, uh, we are a uh, community-focused, human-crafted radio program and proud to be a part of the community and the voice of the community. Uh, (coughs) Excuse me, I'm losing, speaking of voice, maybe I need some water. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, uh, Craig Rainbow Radio. We have um, a lot of... uh, I have a lot of international, I usually do the news, right? And so I have a lot of news. But I'm going to do some local uh, events going on here. Um, if you're not familiar with uh, L, uh, OC Center, that is a, an organization that's been here, I think, 20 years. I think they just celebrated. Uh, that's uh, LGBTQ OC Center is, is what it is. And they do have a calendar on their um website what they do is um they're a resource a very powerful resource in the community for orange county and uh it's um they've they've got a program i got a few things off their calendar which i thought were really important that you might not be aware of and it's uh, so the message today is if you are searching for answers to something when it comes to lgbtq arena um the the oc center is the place to go because they cover it all and they're kind of a pipeline and a resource all rolled into one and peg corley is the in charge of the whole mess (laughs) and she does a fabulous job i might add um anyway the let me give you a few lists of things that uh they have one of the resources they have uh, one is that actually today at 10 a.m., which is, um, well, you don't, you got 50 minutes to get together with it. It is a trans orientation. It's a panel of health and legal experts, and they present uh, the process of transitioning, which uh, is a very important thing. And where can you find these resources if you don't know, you know? So it's nice that um, they're there. It goes from hormones, legal service, mental health services, and more. And uh, you can find that on, L- again, LG Center, or you can go to, um, it's a long email, but I'll give it to you once, so listen up. <laughs> Manuel, M-A-N-U-E-L dot A-T, excuse me, A-N-T-U-N-E-Z. 
at LGBTQ Center, C-E-N-T-E-R-O-C dot org. There you go. Now, if you didn't get that, I suggest just go to OC Center and click their calendar and uh, give you a few more examples of some of the stuff they have. They have uh, Spanish Q chat. Find and give support, have fun, and connect around shared interests and get uh, good information. So um, it's chat with like-minded peers in uh, live chats designed uh, by you and facilitated by folks who care. So it's um, for the Spanish-speaking chat format, which I think is great because there's a lot of language barriers out there. So there's an opportunity just to chat. And if you have an LGBTQ issue and maybe you need to want to know more, whether you're a parent or whether you are an LGBTQ person or whether you're just an ally, whatever, it's all there. Another, let's go, let's go on. They got another one. Um, a gender flood. Now, what the heck is gender flood? <laughs> gender flood is a social drop-in group for transgender and queer uh, gender queer and non-binary, gender non-conforming, and gender questioning young adults. Wow. I mean, that is the plus, plus, plus right there. And if you don't know and you're struggling and you've got issues and you, <laughs> you need maybe to share your thoughts and comments with another person that you think it might be understanding or a good listener, here you go. It's from 18-year-old to 26 it says, this is a wonderful group to meet other transgender and gender nonconforming peers from throughout Orange County. Get involved, meet others, and participate in engaging weekly discussions and activities and community events. Uh, important note, it says, this is a closed space facilitated and by and for transgender and gender nonconforming young adults. We kindly ask to respect the space for trans people only. So, that's a requirement. Okay. Uh, I might give one more. There's a breakout mental health uh, process group, youth group that is age-specific of online processing group from ages uh, 12 to 17. They meet every Monday night. And, uh, like, there's a whole week of... Let me let's see if there's uh, some other interesting things going on this week. I, I, I printed out for the whole week. Um, 55 plus, not, not everyone comes out at 14 years old. <laughs> uh, and, uh, from my age group, there's people that have never come out and, um, in their adult life realize that it's maybe something they want to address. So there's a safe space for adults over 55 to express themselves. And support one another and learn about community resources currently available. And it's all done via Zoom this time. So you could probably attend anonymously with a fake avatar, but communicate. So that is OC Center in a, in a, I get a short shot and it's got lots of, um, I don't know, men's therapy groups, uh, Outlet Ages, Youth Empowerment, Community Circle for All Ages, Trans Forum, 18 plus. A lot of support for trans, which is a wonderful thing. Um, 
And it is a very marginalized and often misunderstood part of our culture. And it's not a bad thing. It's all, it's all good in my book. It's all good in my book. So how about that? Um, if uh, you have uh, someone you'd like to get on uh, KXFM Radio, Rainbow Radio, please get a hold of Craig at, at rainbow-radio.org. Rainbow, Craig at rainbow-radio.org. We're going to scoot right away here with, uh, with Troy Savon and uh, Rush because that's what we're in, a rush here. I'll tell you later. I'll explain more later. <laughs>
that's Trace Amon. Um, if you haven't uh, checked on him lately, <laughs> he is like wildfire. Um, he since his uh, he did a video, uh, and he does uh, dresses up in as a female and does quite a good job. But you wouldn't know it. Uh, it's it, I mean, it takes a minute for you to realize who it is because there he is as Trace Savon, and then there he is as. Uh, well, whatever her the name would be then, um, and it, the song is about um, about I guess uh, an infatuation with uh, heterosexual males and uh, <laughs> being appealing to them. Uh, yeah, I got kind of have to watch it, and uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of um, kind of stirred things up a lot because uh, it, it draws into question many things. Anyway, Troy Savon, go Google him, or better yet, go to YouTube, and uh, his most recent um, music videos will come up. And provocative is the word of the day, and uh, like uh, as provocative as they can be on YouTube. And uh, so uh, that I have a couple more Troy Savon songs coming up, but right now he is really on fire, and I'm glad to feature him. Here on our little radio station in Laguna Beach. Um, I'm going to go to On This Day in History. <laughs> Did I do that well? On This Day in History, October 21st in LGBTQ history. Yes, moving along to 1985. Oh, not a good day. Harvey Milk's murderer, Dan White, commits suicide by asphyxiation with a hose running from an exhaust, the exhaust of his wife's car to the passenger compartment. That was the closing chapter of a horrific story in LGBTQ history. Um, uh, so they say that was, if you're not familiar, he's the one who assassinated the mayor of San Francisco and city councilman uh, Harvey Milk and um, got a very light sentence from an all, uh, well, I guess not fairly well represented jury <laughs> in the fair city. And um, when he got out, he just, sad story because he ruined his life and his family and uh, also ruined the lives of multitudes of others in his very selfish um, attack. Anyway, moving along, in 2005, uh, in State versus Lemon, or Limon, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it, the Kansas Supreme Court strikes down a clause of the state's Romeo and Juliet law that punished underage sex more severely than in, if it involved homosexual acts. How about that? That sounds like being fair. <laughs> um, yeah, good, good, uh, good. Uh, Supreme Court in Kansas. Kansas. We're not in Kansas anymore. Oh. <laughs> Moving along to October 22nd on LG in LGBTQ history, 1986, the Surgeon General, <laughs> I thought he was so cool, C. Everett Koop, K-O-O-P, he releases the first governmental publication, publications for the public on gay, safer sex practices. How about that? He was, um, I don't know, what's he look like? He looked like, uh, who was the guy? Grizzly Adams. He looks like Grizzly Adams. 
and but he had a Surgeon General uniform on, and uh, oh, he was quite a character. He was all business, taking care of business, and good on him. Moving along to October 23rd on this day in history, 1965, after a series of demonstrations, this was the final East Coast homophobic organization, ECHO, White House picket. That's the last one they had, demonstrators felt. With this event, that picketing the White House had lost its effectiveness as a tactic. So, I don't know, maybe... Is it really <laughs> still lost it? Maybe we should try again. They should try again. I don't know. Moving along to October 24th in LGBTQ history. In 1977, eight men were killed and six injured in a fire in a gay porn theater in Washington, D.C. The only emergency exit was padlocked and there were no fire sprinklers in the building. Hmm. In 1981, the First National Conference on Lesbian and Gay Aging is held in California. Love you, California. That's why I live here. In 1990, the Smithsonian accepts a small donation of gay and lesbian artifacts. Oh, the Smithsonian? Mm. For inclusion in the National Museum of History. The collection is stored in a non-public area for the time being okay that's 1990 would someone call up the smithsonian hey smithsonian about that donation um, in 1990 is it still um, in a non-public area or has it uh, has it moved along i want to know <laughs> anyway uh, at least they have it okay in, in 2002 harry hay leader of the early gay rights movement in the united states and co-founder of the Mattachine society and the Radical Fairies, the Radical Fairies, he dies at the age of 90. That was in 2002. Moving along to October 25th, we're getting awfully close to Halloween, but not this week. I have to save it for next week. In 1783, that's before me, <laughs> just a titch, in West Point, New York, uh, Deborah Sampson is honorably discharged from the Massachusetts Regiment. Wounded in one of several battles in which she fought, Simpson had escaped discovery for almost a year and a half until falling sick with a fever. One of the earliest American examples of passing of a passing woman. Surgeon formed several attachments with women while dressed as a man, a Samson. She later marries and receives a military pension. So <laughs> she someone could make a movie of that. That was seventeen eighty three. She um mm-hmm. In uh, 1982, Northern Ireland repeals its sodomy laws. Well, thank you, Northern Ireland. In 1985, Assistant Mayor Ed Koch rec Koch's recommendation, New York State urges local New York City health officials to paddle up gay baths and sex clubs. A month later, the mine shaft is shuttered, followed by Plato's Retreat and a straight swingers club. Moving along, that was the response to HIV-AIDS, of course. In 2006, the New Jersey Supreme Court rules fort in a 4-3 decision that the state constitution guarantees same-sex couples all the legal benefits of marriage, but does not explicitly legalize same-sex marriage in the state. Hmm, that's kind of a parad paradox. <laughs> In 2011, the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, Federal Court of, oh, uh, yeah, excuse me, the Supreme Federal Court of Brazil ruled in favor of two women seeking a 
legal civil marriage. It found that sexual orientation should not serve as a pretext for excluding families from the legal protections that marriage represents. Boy, and that is in Brazil. And yet in Arkansas someplace, they can't reckon with that. <laughs> Moving along to October 26th <clears throat> on this day in history. In 1989, a planned college production of The Normal Heart provokes protests and violence in Springfield, Missouri, often considered the buckle of the Bible Belt, I might add. However, all eight performances sell out within a few hours. Yes! <laughs> And on this last day of this week in this if, of LGBTQ history, the 27th, it's two pages long. Oh, my God. Well, we don't, maybe don't need to. Okay. 1970, to protest um, a September 1970s Harper, Harper's cover story entitled The Struggle, Struggle for What is Wrong With Me? The Struggle for Sexual Identity in which the editor, Joseph Epstein, had lamented homosexuals as an affront to our irrationality. That's a new one, irrationality. So I guess it's irrational. <clears throat> and homosexuality is an anathema. I would have to look that one up. Columbia graduate student Pete Fisher stages a sit-in at the magazine's Park Avenue offices with, a, with 40 other gay activists alliance gaa members although the sit-in does not elicit an official response from the magazine it leads the to gaa's national television debut and has an enormous impact on the future media coverage of lesbian and gay issues i would surprised be surprised that harper's would do that but i think they'd be a little more liberal 1990 after 38 years on the books a federal law prohibiting gay and lesbians foreigners from entering into the united states is repealed by congress see congress can get some legislation done although not not lately <clears throat> and certainly not till we get a speaker of the house and uh boy is is that a major <clears throat> oh anyway let's not let's stay focused here 1992 the federal court of canada orders the canadian military to stop discriminating against gays that's in 1992 again in 1992 alan schindler jr an american radio man petty officer third class of the united states navy is brutally murdered for being gay he was killed in a public toilet in sesebo nakasaki japan by shipmate terry m helvey who acted with the aid of accomplices charles vin charles accomplice charles vin the ensuing murder case becomes synonymous with the gays in the military de de debate that has been brewing in the United States, culminating in the Don't Ask, Don't Tell Bill, 1992. In 1999, the Fourth Court of Appeals in San Antonio, Texas, rules that Littleton versus Prong, a post-operative transgender woman, remains legally male, and therefore her marriage to a biological male was invalid. That's Texas, 1999. That's 23 years ago, 24 years ago. Maybe things have changed. In 1999, the government of Canada, Canadian province of Ontario changes 67 laws to give same-sex couples the same rights as married couples. Meanwhile, that same year, 
<laughs> and <laughs> on the last day in, in 2003, statistics from the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation show that 16.7% of hate crimes committed in the country in 2002 were due to bias against the victim's perceived sexual orientation, the highest rate in 12 years federal records have been kept, since they've been kept. And most of those, honestly, go unreported. Uh, and they still continue to be, uh, obviously, unreported. Oh, oh, oh well, oh, well. Let's cleanse the palate with some more music here. <laughs> Let's see. I think I have Colin Scott, and he had um, he's had two hits, but this is one that is his second one. It's a few years old, but worthy of some airtime here on KXFM. What I've grown 
Colm Scott, and uh, you are the reason. It's a wonderful song. I yeah. If your hoodie collection is running uh, short on new hoodies, you can win a KXFM hoodie for our eleventh birthday, eleventh annual birthday. Well, I guess birthdays are always annual, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. And uh, you can win it by texting birthday to our request line, which is 949-715-5936, or you can get it on the website. But uh, just text birthday for a chance to win a KXFM hoodie. uh, The winner will be contacted by text once the winners are selected. And we thank you for listening to KXFM 104.7. I do have some more news here that I want to uh, report but um, before we do that, let's do one more artist. Uh, David Archuleta, if you watched <laughs> Amer- or American Idol many years ago, he stepped out. He is a young uh, adult from Utah and a member of the Mormon organization up there. Very, um, very angelic, <laughs> very... <laughs> And he sang Imagine, John Lennon's Imagine, and did such a wonderful version of it, and it put him right to the top. And he was the second runner-up for the year and almost won the first. But anyway, he has uh, kind of disappeared for a while, then he came back, and then he disappeared a little bit, then he came back for really strong in his new song now, as he has dealt with being true to himself and honest with himself and who who he is, which is a member of the LGBTQ community, community, David Archuleta and his song, I'm Yours. And you can see it on, uh, you can watch it on YouTube. It's a fun video. It's not the most high-level video production, but it's a fun video. And I give him kudos for, for doing it and stepping out and being true and honest with himself and about who he is and sometimes that's not easy yeah so here we go whoops that's the wrong one uh (laughs) david archuleta sorry about that false start here we go
David Archuleta, and uh, Ida May is here today. She's going to be up to her usual, (laughs) I don't know, whatever it is she does to stir the pot. She's really good at that. We love her dearly here on KXFM uh, Radio. She has been a, uh, is a stalwart supporter and a wonderful human being besides. Love her dearly. Anyway, let's move along to some more news. I hate to do it, but we, I've, the FBI crime statistics, that's a good one. Let's start with that. Show anti-LGBTQ hate crimes are on the rise. This was uh, on the 16th of the, this month. They released a, a report. Anti-LGBTQ uh, hate crimes rose sharply in 2022, jumping more than 19% over 2021, according to the FBI's annual crime report released Monday. More than 11,600 hate crime incidents were reported to the FBI in 2022, the highest number recorded since the agency began tracking them in 91. The majority of the hate crimes recorded last year targeted black people, according to the report. Hate crimes targeting LGBTQ people were up significantly compared to 2021, with 622 reported single bias on anti-LGBTQ hate crimes. Hate crimes motivated by anti Transgender bias rose more than 35% over year over year. So, why can't we just love one another? I mean, what is it with, uh, um, with, I think what it is, it's less about, anger becomes hate. And if someone can provoke anger, and feel it, it all it all kind of feeds on itself. Anyway, moving along, the Commonwealth. Now, a Commonwealth, as you probably, when the Queen died recently, and the new King became Prince became the King, there was much discussion about what is uh, what do they do and who are they and well. Uh, myself included, I wanted to know a little bit more because I, I knew the royal family's been around a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to know what the Commonwealth is. Well, the Commonwealth are still nations that are follow, not completely, but somehow they're under the, I don't know, the 
cover of uh, the royal family and uh, the Commonwealth, as they call it. That's the organization. And so there are um, 56 nations that are part of the Commonwealth. And of the 56, 31 still have uh, anti-homosexuality laws. So you might say, why is that so high among the Commonwealth? And I will suggest my own personal response to that as it comes to colonialism. You see, this is our history lesson for today. You see, when the largest, um, I guess, uh, nation, organization, whatever you want to call it, uh, dynasty was uh, around Earth, was uh, was run by a woman, one of the queens of England. <laughs> and uh, it was the part of what they did and, and how they um, became such a world organization with so many nations um, un- under the guise of it, and was, which was, became the Commonwealth, um, was they used religion quite a bit. And they indoctrinated the Church of England and uh, religion on a global level. And part of that indoctrination was uh, very anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it. I just call it rhetoric. Let's just say it's rhetoric. Anyway, uh, that um, became much part of the legislation and, and the governments on a global level. Colonialism. Look it up. Look up colonialism. And uh, as an example, India was a part of the dynasty of the of the monarchy. And um, that law was very much on the books up in, uh, just until recently when it was removed. So this article says that 31 Commonwealth nations still have these colonialism laws that were perpetrated. And it, when, if, when I looked it up, I said, why, why was it part of it? I mean, what provoked um, these laws to become enacted? And they, the article that I uh, read, I should have the reference, but I don't. The article that suggested that they used these laws of, um, as empowerment to, to kind of, you know, scare people kind of like what we see today, into uh, you know, feeling that this was, they need to protect the human, I don't know, the humanity from uh, homosexuality. And, and it was, you know, became a part of the culture of many governments around the world and still is today. And it's slowly changing, but uh, this, the article says... Uh, uh, 31 Commonwealth nations still have anti-homosexuality laws. That's roughly three-fifths of the group's total of uh, 56 nations. Worldwide, 66 countries still cling to such anti-homosexuality laws. About half of the world's laws against same-sex intimacy can be traced back to the laws that were imposed by the British on their colonies. Almost all Commonwealth countries formerly were part of the British Empire. These are the latest changes among Commonwealth nations, such as laws which had totaled 39. So, um, 
Isn't that interesting? Uh, you know, I think when it comes to multiple generations, you know, it's um, it's a bad deal. <laughs> you can't, and culturally, you, you're not going to go out and change minds overnight, you know, uh, and change the course. Uh, but anyway, baby steps, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, an African airline pilot happens to be transgender is finding it difficult um, to return to the skies. And why I, would you trust a transgender airline pilot over a non-transgender one? I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I don't know. <laughs> would you trust a, I don't know. There's so many questions I could, I could, I could ask, but, um, uh, you know, heart surgeons are, are gay. And I suppose there's a few transgender heart surgeons. I don't know. And, and anyway, I, it just seems ludicrous, crazy. An experienced South African transgender pilot says that his flying career has been unfairly grounded by the aviation authorities due to his gender identity. Kyler Smith, 32, based in Pretoria, that's in, Af in South Africa, uh, dreamed of becoming a pilot from a young age. It was on December 12th, uh, 2011, during a flight with many family as a 10-year-old that I decided what I wanted to do for a living, he recalls. He uh, realized his dream making uh, living as a pilot in since 2015, flying uh, charter cargo emergency aid and uh, medevac flights and holding an airline transport pilot license and accumulated over 2,500 hours of flight time, but is uh, having um, trouble, I guess, returning to the skies. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. And uh, in response to some uh, colonialism, anti-gay legislation, the World Bank is implementing LGBTQ safeguards. Yes, so I guess... Money always helps move things along, as they, as they say. <laughs> the World Bank will aim to ensure gay and transgender Ugandans are not discriminated against in its programs before returning new funding, resuming new funding. So what they did is they halted uh, in August their funding, bank, World Bank funding, to various nations. And those various nations that were very anti-LGBTQ in their legislature and in their culture uh, did not were not being considered for funding, and uh, it's sending a message. Um, uh, it says uh, Ugandans should not face discrimination, and that stuff will not be staff will not be arrested for including them. The banks, the bank head. Uh, was acted in May. Uh, see, the, the Anti-Homosexuality Act in Africa, the AHA, which was enacted in May, prescribes the death penalty for certain same-sex acts as unleashed a torrent of abuse against LGBTQ people and mostly by mostly private individuals. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> anyway, maybe it's time for some more music. Who do I have up here now? I, I well, I had Grayson 
I started to play him Grace and Chance, and it's a, a hit from a few years back, but worthy of another replay here on KXFM Radio. So glad you're here, Craig, and Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7 in lovely Laguna Beach. And let's see what his boots are up to on, on Grayson. <laughs> in California who think that they can punch but I dodge them, fake them, ooh, and it feels like deja vu, cause I've been western before all of these stars, these stars in California who think that they are hard, I'm like, alright, 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 to the stars in California who think that they are hard, I'm like, ooh, Like I'm Nancy With the silver sun Ooh, I look fancy What you gonna do? The critics come around Crying, apologize They break you down Down, but I dodge them Fake them Ooh And it feels like Deja vu Cause I've been making people mad Since the start And making too much money To be wasted in this bar I'm like Alright, alright Too much money to be wasted in this bar I'm like Ooh, I feel like I'm running Grayson uh, Chance, or, or, or yeah, I, I, I want to reverse it. I, I'm dyslexic. I didn't know if I've ever told you that. <laughs> uh, so I would say Chance Grayson um, and think it's it sounds perfectly normal. <laughs> but that's me. Anyway, it is uh, getting close to the end of my uh, hour here on my Saturday morning, which I dearly love. And I'm um, so glad people have tuned in and, um, and enjoy the program. I've heard. That's what I've heard on the street. So I hope to hear. Uh, I hope to be back next Saturday at the same time, same place on KXFM 104.7. If you're so inclined for our happy birthday on the uh, our 11th year, uh, 
you can go and donate to KXFM. It's a community radio program. It's a nonprofit, and all the funds go to help support a, I believe at this point, 100% volunteer radio staff. So uh, that is an amazing thing. We do have uh, expenses, and we do like to stay viable. So if you can at all help out, uh, that's very much appreciated here on KX or FM or sponsor a program if you like. Maybe someone wants to sponsor Rainbow Radio. How about that? <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, if you want to win a hoodie, you can text birthday to our request line, which is 949-715-5936. 949-715-9536. Thanks for tuning in this morning on KXFM. We're going to take it out with... Uh, you get what you give, and so, which is a nice message, I think, on this beautiful Saturday morning here in Laguna Beach on October 21st, 2023. Go out and have a great day, just for me, and tell me all about it next week. All right, thanks again. Mm-hmm.